Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Hipster Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where I interview founders, entrepreneurs, executives, thought leaders, musicians, artists, all around the world in crypto and blockchain. And today I have a unique uh, unique guest. He is the founder of Masters of Universe. His name is Gleb Zamayatin. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Gleb, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, I know that uh, my first name usually makes uh, problems with pronunciation for English people, but you did it correctly. My name is Gleb. <laughs> so <laughs> in most cases, uh, when I uh, live in the United States, I prefer that people call me Glenn. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's a nightmare and torture for people to call me Gleb. But my family name is Zamiatin. And uh, I'm founder of uh, Masters Universe. It's uh, uh, the company, the network, uh, the community that uh, develop uh, instructions for subconscious mind. And I am also the founder of um, AI startup in NG that it's called Fuse24.com. Uh, it's um, optimizing the routes uh, of uh, and demand and supply of energy resources like uh, electric energy, diesel fuel, oil, uh, gasoline, etc. But today, I think that we will better you know, focus on um, you know, the area that I really like. Uh, I have two areas that I'm professional in, and uh, uh, both of them are uh, interesting to me, especially with new developments. But uh, um, study of the mind and study of subconscious mind is uh, more than a hobby, more than an interest, because um, I made my first money very quickly. Uh, at the age of 21, I already bought uh, my first apartments. So um, money is not the problem to me. But uh, there are also some um, issues uh, connected with the use of subconscious mind, like our fears, our pains, our um, concepts, stereotypes, beliefs, attitudes, uh, behavioral models that uh, we need to, I uh, and of course I was also needed to eliminate because I was born in uh, Soviet Union and I have all the problems that Soviet people actually have. And uh, as far as you know of political situation now, we most of these people, or half of these people in Russia still live in something like uh, Russian Empire or part of the Soviet Union, which is actually the next reincarnation of Russian Empire. And uh, so I was Soviet by my background and uh, at the age of uh, 26, I got a scholarship from leading, leading uh, British uh, business schools, University of Strasbourg, or Strasbourg graduate business school. And um, it was the first time I changed um, my vision 
my mind, my mindset, because uh, I got uh, into completely different atmosphere, completely different society. So the only way to survive down there was to, you know, change my mind. And uh, uh, after that, I understood that we have plenty of different societies, and most of them have similar fears and behavioral patterns, but there is also some difference. And um, after that, I spent uh, uh, more than 10 years building my investment banking boutique. Uh, we made uh, mergers and acquisitions and uh, uh, private equity project financing for uh, oil, and gas, and energy projects all over the world. But in uh, uh, 2000, in the middle of uh, um, 2005, 2006, I understood that I got everything that every big boy wants. All cars, uh, apartments, kids, uh, whatever you name it. And uh, I realized that, uh, but I got it, but I, it didn't bring me uh, happiness. I'm not happy. I still have uh, troubles. I still have my fears. Uh, um, I still nervous uh, at my work, working with my clients. So, um, at uh, 2008, um, I started deeply practice uh, uh, instructions for subconscious mind to free my mind from this. And at uh, 2011, I already was almost free and uh, went to Bali. So um, I think this uh, transformation, it's, it's, you know, it's a, a transformation that, uh, that is similar to the famous book in it, uh, Love and Pray, or Sleep, Love, Pray, <laughs> whatever you like. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> uh, I went to Bali and uh, suddenly found uh, the job of a CFO in an energy company. And I realized that uh, not that much changed <laughs> because uh, I was sitting in Moscow in pretty uh, good office, uh, looking at Moscow River and uh, crunching the numbers in the spreadsheets. In Bali, <laughs> I just see the different view from my window. It was the ocean, not the Moscow River anymore. But I still, you know, crunching numbers in spreadsheets. So um, I did the understanding that I need to say, to make something uh, inside me. And uh, this was the starting point uh, when uh, we start to develop uh, Masters of Universe community and uh, instructions for subconscious mind in English to make this uh, technology, to make this technique. Uh, available for people all over the world. Uh, briefly, this is my story. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate. It. Yeah, thank you very much. I was going to ask you your background. You just volunteered it, so appreciate it very much. Uh, I like when I don't have to talk too much. <laughs> and so, but you know, um, 
I'm interested. You went from number crunching in Moscow to looking at the beach in Bali. And I want to find out what Masters of the Universe is all about. That's where, that's where it started, right? How, and, and what is your master solution technique and how that works? Uh, basically, uh, our mind is similar to uh, the computer. Actually, the developers of first computers, the first architecture of the computers is uh, similar to the mind. It's like we have a video card, we have uh, audio card, we have uh, operational memory, we have uh, storage drive, and of course we have viruses. We have programs that operates our uh, our body that that process the signals that we get through our eyes, through our ears, through our nose, through our tongue and kinesthetic uh, uh, feelings and of course we have viruses it's part of our computer system and uh, we need uh, we basically created something like an uh, antivirus program that eliminate uh, past traumas uh, negatively emotional uh, negative emotional charge from the memory because uh, in fact uh, we cannot delete the memory um, and we can't uh, but we can delete uh, negative emotional charge basically uh, old memories especially you know um, for me uh, the most interesting was to work with uh, losing of money for example or bankruptcy issues or, um you know all this um, fears that are connected to money but uh most most men most you know um people have this uh, fears but for women for example it is more interesting to improve their relationship because uh, most of the people to live uh, in their heads in their brains, in their minds, whatever we call it, uh, most of the people who live with their ex, uh, ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend, ex wife, uh, second wife, third wife, uh, first husband, second husband, because uh, the behavioral pattern actually didn't change, it's still the same. And fears that were uh, implanted. Uh, during the first relationship, especially implanted uh, at the first life, uh, at the period of first love, are still going with the person for the rest of his life or her life. So um, uh, we have something like about 400, uh, more than 400 uh, master solutions, basically for each fear. Uh, for example, we have specific uh, um, master solution to eliminate the, to eliminate the fear of death, uh, which is deeply implanted uh, to us by um, Christianity and in most cases by um, uh, Muslim religions. I mean, most of our, our mystic religion has the same root that we need to 
fear the death. Biden, that, why we need to fear it? Right now, I don't understand, probably. <laughs> Before that, I was, I was understanding. And um, surprisingly, um, most of the people, I mean, more than 80% uh, people of theirs have the fear of uh, running out of money, fear of losing money, fear of being poor. And you know, there are such kind of miracles uh, that are created by um, uh, modern society, or better say, modern banks, like, for example, credit rating. And people are scared uh, to lose their rating, to make a default. But, you know, uh, this fear, it's a totally miracle, because first of all, money uh, do not exist in the nature. You cannot pay uh, cow by cash. You need to pay farmer, but not cow for, for, for milk or for, for meat. <laughs> So uh, it just the construct is that the concept that lives in our head, in our brains, and uh, uh, on the top of this concept, there is a concept of credit rating. So it makes you know <laughs> the situation more. <laughs> it's it's uh, more you know absolutely abstract, abstract and. Uh, uh, now we have the full set of uh, antiviruses programs, so uh, we are sharing it uh, with the world. Some of them are free, some of them are paid, uh, but uh, we try to make it as cheap as possible. Great. So this is the Crypto Hipster podcast, and I could talk to you mm -hmm. about oil, and I could talk to you about relationships all day long, but I'm going to focus on crypto because we're talking about subconscious fears. Um, and so for years, people, including me, have been fighting against three things, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And it's important to fight against, they call it FUD, but fear, uncertainty, and doubt, because there's so much of it that's prevalent in the industry, and they all affect and they stem from, you know, the unconscious mind, right? So let's look at that, and hopefully you can help me fight the fears and, and uncertainty and doubts and in your technique and in, in your way. And so I'll ask you the first question from that is this, is given the implosion of crypto this past summer and the banks in the US, you know, right now in Silicon Valley, how can people acknowledge, recognize and eliminate their fears to move forward powerfully in their lives and make well-balanced choices and decisions? Well, first of all, um, if you look uh, from a macroeconomic uh, perspective, uh, despite the fact that I love crypto and I use crypto and I invest in crypto, uh, in um, traditional vision of finance, the crypto has no uh, um, has no place to exist. In fact, it should not exist at all. <laughs> but since, since we are hipsters, we can discuss it. <laughs> um, uh, however, we see that uh, crypto exists and crypto is doing well. 
um right right now of course it's like a crypto winter however more and more people are coming into the industry uh maybe products uh i mean crypto products are not growing uh, right now like it was two three years before but anyway i see that uh, uh i use binance for example binance uh, for me uh one of the good uh, apps um actually we i can compare with another apps like uh, for example in russia we use sberbank or tinkov uh, but uh, binance um, is a little bit worse but it's still it's still good it's working good so i i'm kind of happy with the service that is provided and uh, as for the fears uh which are connected to the banks, for example. Um, people are scared uh, by the fear, but most of the fears actually does not exist. If you see uh, the structure of fears, and if you see the um, real uh, probability that uh, this event will happen to you, uh, there is they are not adjustable. For example, we have a very big fear of terrorism, uh, a very big fear of being uh, eaten by the shark, especially by um, white shark. But uh, in statistics, when you look in statistics, there are only five deaths per year from the fear of uh, being eaten by by the white shark um, or the same is for terrorism the number of uh, terrorism uh, acts is so small but if you look at the movie terrorists are everywhere so um, <laughs> you know this uh, terrorism fear of being um, uh, that from terrorism attack is miserable, but the fear is huge. So uh, the, the mis misproportion is huge, and uh, most of the people will die from uh, uh, from either from cancer or from uh, heart infarct or insulted, being insulted. So um, I I just want to say that uh, the possibility that, for example, Silicon Valley Bank uh, will be bankrupt. I mean that, uh, um, as far as I know, it's already bankrupt. But that people will not uh, will not get their money back is so small because there are reserves and you know special funds that supported banking system in the United States. There is no no um, opportunity to fear. Basically, there is no background to fear. If you looked at the previous history of uh, uh, bank bankruptcies in the United States, it's miserable. There is almost no chance. But uh, probably this is the best way how to fight the fear. Just to look all at the statistics. The second way, which I of course prefer, 
is uh, to look at the root of the fear. It means that you can go dive deep into your memory and fear have the same fear, have the same the root of the same panic attack that already happened to you. And you find out that it possibly happened at your early age in the childhood, or maybe when you are grown. So um, there is no point to fear. But if you have the fear, go deep down, look the sphere, watch it. You may use uh, different types of technique. For example, uh, right now we make a special video for Hoponopono technique that gives uh, that provides uh, forgiveness, and you also can provide forgiveness to your fear and heal yourself from inside. Uh, so when you watch it and you see that uh, negative emotional charge is eliminating by itself. And if, if you want to uh, make it um, in the easiest way, in the most effective way, you can use master solutions because we already have written these scripts uh, and uh, the scripts are based on the experience of thousands of people that already have the fear and they eliminated the fear. So uh, at least uh, you have, now you have at least three approaches. First of all, look at the statistic. Is this fear really exist or not? Second, uh, rewatch it. Go deep down into your uh, body, go deep down into your nervous system, find the sphere inside you, watch it. If it doesn't work, just get the master solution, uh, fear about money, fear about losing money, and that's it. In three days, you will be free of it. There's an acronym. There's three acronyms that I know for fear. One of them is false evidence appearing real. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so let's talk about the subconscious mind a little bit more, and let's talk about uncertainty, right? Many times, mm -hmm. you know, our unsuccessful behavior patterns are actually blind spots to us. Somebody has to point out what those blind spot, what that blind spot is. But we keep doing them and they keep us unsuccessful. It's kind of like insanity, doing the same thing and expecting different results, right? So how can we acknowledge those blind spots ourselves and then do something about them differently than before? You know, whether that's crypto trading or investing or social media behavior, whatever behavior it is. Okay. Uh, first of all, we need to understand that future does not exist. We have no future. We have only our mind projection. Projections of the future that, uh, for example, if you see the buildings, the next day the buildings will be uh, at the same place. It's not so, you know, it's not so obvious. <laughs> Basically, you know, the buildings are coming and go, but slowly. So, um, uh when we need to look uh, at the future uh we usually use uh, you know our projections like like we do in corporate finance or like we do in equity analysis for example we build the graphs and after that we see oh it will be growing after that uh, black swan gray swan white swan whatever the yellow swan is coming 
<laughs> it's going either up or down, but anyway, it is going different direction that we, uh, that we projected. So uh, what, is the uh, what is the difference between uh, um, rich people and usual people? The difference is that rich people making right decision right at the right time. And you know that Facebook or you know Facebook analogous uh, have uh, appeared several years before Mark Zuckerberg starts to work on the Facebook. The same for Amazon. Most of the things, most of you know this internet uh, services like Google. Uh, Google was not the first. Google was something like a, a 20th uh, company who provided uh, search. Uh, Google, uh, I mean, Google search, <laughs> internet search. <laughs> uh, and, um, but uh, the people have appeared in the right time with the right solution and found the right uh, partners, find, found the right client, found the right investors. So uh, instead of um, making projections and find out that uh, our projections uh, doesn't correspond to the reality, it's better to concentrate on the time and on the idea and applicate the right idea at the right time. Uh, for example, I'm surfing for more than 10 years. And I understood the very simple rule that to have a good surf, you need to be you need to be in good form. I mean, you need to be you know sporty. <laughs> uh, you need to have good wave and good board. The board, the size of the board, should be applicable, should be right for the size of the wave. In this case, you get some fun. Otherwise, not. So basically, we need to concentrate on the chain of making right solutions rather than to make uh, projections in one way or another. Got it. Makes sense. So, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, Let's talk about pain, right? Um, you, your master solutions help people recover from pain too, right? And uh, in addition to this uncertainty, you help them recover from pain. A lot of times though, when we're in pain, right? And you mentioned earlier heart disease and cancer, right? We don't realize how much pain we're, we're in at the moment. You know, that often gets masked by fear and anger, especially anger, right? And there's a lot of been a lot of infighting this past year all over the board across the world. How can we not individually um, or collectively, you know, remain in pain, and how can we recover from that pain? Um, if you are talking about pain in the body, uh, we need to understand that our body is manifestation of our mind. In most cases, in 99.99% uh, before you get trauma, you got trauma, 
uh, you probably got some deep emotional situations. Maybe not right now, two, three days before, maybe a week before, but you're still, you know, this uh, negative emotion, negative neuromediators like noradrenaline or adrenaline is still in your body, is still, you know, produced and, you know, make you anxious or make you anger. And finally, in two, three days, what happens? You broke the knees. That's it. So uh, how we do eliminate it? Um, first of all, we need to eliminate the reason of it. We, to eliminate the reason of it, we need to remove the reason from the mind. We need to go deep down into this uh, past situation, find out the root, trace the root back into the childhood, if you wish, if you believe in previous lives, if you don't believe in, in previous lives, just, you know, stop, <laughs> stop tracking it as, as a childhood. Uh, it's, uh, you know, up to your beliefs or up to your knowledge. Uh, and as soon as you will get the release from this situation, immediately you start to feel like your body is relaxing. What means uh, a physical block or cramp? This uh, block and cramp that we use uh, in our language when I'm working, for example, with my clients. Uh, most of us are blocked, blocked by our past emotions. Grief, anger, pain, all this, you know, lives in our body and block and it, it sends signals it makes the neuron uh, tense and as soon as the neuron tense the muscle it tense and the when the muscle is tense the blood cannot flow properly through this muscle what the, uh, so where we come from or where we go if the blood cannot flow perfectly it means that it will not bring enough oxygen and enough uh, uh, elements that needed to restore the body and what do we have there is a block blood do not flow or uh, and the body sends a signal the signal is pain when we unblock it you see uh, the warmth, you see the tingling, it means that blood start to flow. And in two, three months, the organs start to recover. I mean that our body is, is permanently recovering. We are fully recovered in seven years. So if you eliminate the, all the block, if you are fully relaxed, it means that you will have no pain in the body anymore. But again, the reason for it is in our mind. I'm going to challenge you on that one. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> um, I uh, I have a non-metastasistic cancer, so it's tumors that grow and move and mm -hmm. do all this advancement, right? Um, and somebody. A few months ago told me that that started when i was a childhood 
in my childhood. And I said, I should know my DNA changed um, a couple of years ago that caused this, right? So, mm. you know, that's a scientific change and not a, not a, um, you know, grief led change, but um, how does the grief led change lead to the scientific change and then lead to the decisions that we make today? Um, how's it all intertwined? Um, as for the cancer, uh, I think that this is the most interesting topic to you. Uh, the reason of the most uh, reason uh, in most cases, the reason for cancer is that you cannot um, release uh, emotions properly. I mean, most of the people, especially men, cannot cry. To start to cry. I spent three or four years, you know, just I make special exercise, which is called cry lab, cry. The same for uh, laughing. Who can laugh properly, you know, like you have a deep, very deep laughing. Only people who use grass. <laughs> So, uh, when you uh, remove suppressed emotions, when you start to leave without the suppressed emotions, when you start to say, what do you want to say? What do you need to say? What do you feel inside you? And transmit it to the uh, society transmitted to other people transmitted to universe if you start to give the signal and do not fear anymore to send the signal because people will love you anyway but when you do it you know from inside you you do it frankly you do it um, totally honest before yourself it means that you release it you release your suppressed emotions. Um, we can go deeply into this topic from esoteric point of view, but uh, most of our emotions are based on our solar plexus. So when you release it, you start to breathe. You start to breathe perfectly. I mean, you start to get uh, so-called deep breathing. And through the, uh, through the relaxation, it gives elimination of uh, most of the pain. Um, I know that it's like a fantastic, but if you look, for example, for people who live so uh, previous before last century, you see that the cancer was not a problem. Because where they were very close to nature and can express emotions freely. We can't. We are sitting at our computers, we are sitting in gadgets. Even if we have emotions, we do not express them. So it's like, you know, uh, releasing it um, gives you a lot of energy and a lot of relaxation 
uh, in um, we have special solution for that first of all we have solution for the cancer uh, and another solution is uh, suppressed emotions release uh, you need to try it and you'll see that uh, uh, how it works how it it's it, it's make release another way yeah yeah talk to talk to your friends and laugh you know or cry if you wish maybe five minutes cry five minutes laugh simple exercise awesome thank you um so we talked about fear we talked about uncertainty and pain now let's talk about doubt okay so I put doubt in the same category as trust. And I, I see it like being in crypto, being technology, I see it as four options for trust. And I'm gonna ask you about each of them. I'll lay them out first. Um, there's some people who trust everyone, right? There are people who mm -hmm. trust people, but not technology. There are people like me who trust technology, but not people. And then there's the fourth group who trust nobody, right? So mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you help each of the people each of the four categories um with your solutions and um you know what are your thoughts uh, well um i think the ma the matter of doubt is a matter of ignorance uh the ma but uh for example if you do not trust the person you just need to collect more information about this person if you saw the uh, recent uh, series called Consultant, the Consultant, this was the case. Like uh, it was a guy uh, with pretty interesting name, um, Regal Spatov, uh, who and uh, other people don't know him. So their mind created different, you know, scenarios, negative scenarios, like he killed someone. He made out of gold what whatsoever <laughs> but it means that this person simply do not feel or do not coincide do not interact with the archetypes that we have in our subconsciousness if you see uh, the person uh, who do, um, who we don't know uh, we start to put him in our boxes, like men, women, old, young, and after that we make certain projections. So uh, when people do not trust someone, it means that first of all they do not have enough information, and second, their analytical system analytical mind analytical parts of the brain put it him or her into the wrong box which we just you know put it he doesn't behave like us he doesn't say another word he has with uh, he has an accent he has a strange name it's weird um i will go away because i don't want to get the problem yeah i don't trust him because we don't know what actually can happen. We are uh, prefer to stay in our comfort zone rather than, rather than to 
to go out in this because it's energetically expensive to go out. So it's better to do not trust people rather than to trust them. And the same as for decision making, it's better to stay safe and do not to invest, but save, you know, all all the pennies rather than to, you know, uh, put a land portion of your wealth into the uh, something new. Of course, it's it's a very big internal struggle, and not very not a lot of people can work with it, can accept it. As for trust for technology, uh, I uh, since I am founder of two startups, I know that. Behind the technology, there is nothing more than algorithm. And uh, if you understand that uh, computer just a simple machine, actually abacus, but very you know <laughs> advanced abacus, um, there is no point to uh, fear of algorithm. Even with you know all this fear, uh, all these new fears about uh, implementation of artificial intelligence, intelligence, um, and ChatGPT and uh, other models, um, people try to find that it can make, um, it can be a new mind. But this is again, it's just simple machine. It's algorithm. It's not. It's not possible to make um, to put life into the things that is not breathing. It doesn't have soul. It cannot create uh, uh, um, something new because it just you know can construct uh, things from uh, you know different details which you you don't know because uh, of course. Uh, uh, matrix of information that used by uh, AI machines is much bigger than you, you can even imagine. It's perfect instrument, and uh, how it's it's just. Uh, but at the end of the world, it's just zero and one. <laughs> it's just a program. Yeah, it's a, it's algorithm. It's a, it's abacus. Yeah. <laughs> But very huge bugs. <laughs> uh, I, I know that because um, I wrote, I made my first money on uh, encoding uh, at the age of uh, 15. So you know we <laughs> we used assembler at this time. Some some of people used even uh, you know. The, the initial codes, uh, binary codes. Uh, what was about the doubt? Um, I, uh, of course, our memory can, you know, uh, catch only three things. <laughs> but <laughs> when you start to talk about first one, second one, the third and fourth thing are going out. Yeah. Um. And that's for people who don't trust anything. And for what do what do people who don't trust anything start to do? Uh, it just they don't want to go out of the comfort zone. I mean that uh, they don't either they don't have enough energy, 
uh, they don't want to change anything. They're pretty happy or unhappy with their life and prefer to stay in uh, in their egg. Yeah, in their in their room. But uh, even if you uh, don't doubt anything, you need to go out sometimes. Even and sometimes you need to change the route. But if you change the route, of course, you need to start uh, to trust uh, to something else. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Um, so you said I have one final question before I get to one is you said archetypes, right? He described briefly how that worked. Um, I used to be on a men's organizations where we focused on archetypes of the king, warrior, magician, and lover. So, you know, I know those archetypes, the mature and immature side. Um, I want to find out from you briefly. You said you mentioned archetypes, right? What archetypes are you focused on at your organization and, um, you know, with your, with your master universe work? And uh, how does that apply to, to today? Hmm. Um, you know, different cultures uh, have, uh, have their own different archetypes. Um, archetypes of people from Muslim country probably have like archetype of uh, Muhammad. Uh, archetypes from uh, you know Christian cultures mostly have archetype of Christ. Pagan countries have their own uh, archetype. Uh, we are very close to understanding um, our archetype is uh, the master. The master who creates our own reality, our own universe. What does it mean that uh, since we uh, see what we want to see we hear what we want to hear uh, we are filtering a lot of information in our mind and of course based on this you know limited amount of information that we uh, already filtered out i mean we may maybe use only one percent of information that we see around us all other information is going to into the rubbish. We, we don't see it, we don't accept it. Our mind prefer to stay away from it. However, when you remove your concepts, stereotypes, and limited beliefs, you start to see 300, uh, 360 um, degrees round. And you can see the reality in different. If you can see the reality is, you know, if you have this fulfillment of information, you can make another type of decisions. You can solve the problem in a huge amount of variance. So the masters of universe prefer to use the archetype which is close to the God because we create our reality. And since we create our reality, we can make solutions, we can make decisions based on the full mess, uh, full matrix of information. It's like uh, you use uh, AI. 
because you see more information at the same amount of time. You can analyze it and you can see different, uh, very different, so you can make very different solutions in your life when you see it. Got it. Thank you. So I want to thank you very much for your time today. It's been an amazing conversation. I really like talking to you. And one final question is this, is how can people find out more information about you, about Masters of the Universe, uh, about your products, uh, your offerings? How can they do any of that? Yeah, it's uh, very simple. Uh, first of all, our basic point is our website, uh, which is called mastersofuniverse.net. Uh, I use this um, domain because uh, we created the network of masters that people are resonate with us, that people feel our power, feel their power, and want to be, want to join something new or something big. And also we have uh, channels uh, on YouTube, um, which is called Zen, my channel called Zen Master. And um, probably I, I need to <laughs> right now to rename it to Master of Subconsciousness <laughs> or Master of Universe. Uh, we have um, uh, more business-like uh, um, channel in linkedin the group called uh, the business power of subconsciousness mind in facebook we call it masters of universe and in telegram we also masters of universe uh, i tried to use instagram and TikTok, but you know i i can i can create the images you know <laughs> not very creative because uh, my mind um, is mostly structured for numbers. I prefer to crunch numbers. I, I see the numbers. I feel the numbers. I eat the numbers. And I produce the numbers. <laughs> but for the images, uh, yeah, I, I need a little bit more talent. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much, Emil. It was a pleasure to talk with you.